For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I am your host, Javon J. Love Adams. And normally I say what's up to my, my partner and co-host, Ed Easy Smith, but uh, he's, he's gave him a little a week off. So, so shout out to my man, Ed Smith. But one of the things I want to do is bring in a gentleman that Ed and I have a great relationship with. He's, he's like our brother. So it's, it's the one and only Earl Bar- Burnett. He is also known as Casual E. He runs CasualSports.com. That's K-A-Z-U-A-L-S-P-O-R-T-Z.com. That's where you go for anything Cardinals-related, Phoenix-related, Arizona sports-related. Yeah. Great place, and this is where you can all, you can find a lot of stuff that uh, Ed and I do that's repurposed there as well. So what's going on with you, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me come on, man. I appreciate yeah. it. We're gonna make this. We'll make this a little bit more uh, of a normal occurrence. But okay, sweet. Now. I'm glad to have you on. It would be cool if, if Ed was here too because it would – the reason I say that is because you – some the last year or so, because Earl and I have known each other for, for a little, about, about two years Two now. years now. About yeah. two years. And I never heard you get upset and really blow up until the end of last season. So we went through a couple of seasons with Cardinals, uh, with Cardinals coaches. Yes. Bruce Arians was here and you, you, you might – be a little perturbed at times, right. but you didn't really get upset until last season, and I, and I heard you kind of bubble up, right. bubble over a few times. So we're going to have a conversation, of course, about the Arizona Cardinals, want to get your opinion on a few things, want to recap the uh, the Panthers game, want right. to recap that shortly, and then get into with the Cardinals now is where they stand, their, some of their strengths or opportunities, uh, and then some of their weaknesses, right. and then... That takes us into the Seattle Seahawks game and then ultimately figure out what that pick is going to be. So let's start with the Panthers game. For the first couple of weeks, I know we've been talking on all the things that we do, whether it's here Believe in Arizona Cardinals, whether it's on on your show with Casual 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 Sports, sports, whether it is... Um, with uh, God, so many shows. We always talk. So we're talking about different things in, in regards to the Arizona Cardinals. But in this case, I often was calling out the play calling. Offensive line, David Johnson, but it was a little bit different this game, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. But what do you think? So the Cardinals ultimately they came up short. They lost their 0-2 and one. I was worried that you would start to see kind of a, a a little bit of an uprising from the fans a little bit, right. being a little bit upset about. Look, we understand that sometimes you have to have moral victories. The time for moral victories is done. What was what were your thoughts after watching that game in terms of? What was the reason? What was the biggest cause for the Cardinals coming up short? The biggest cause for coming up short in that game is pretty simple. It wasn't. I mean, if you're watching the game, it was. It was. It was in front of you, pretty easy. Uh, every game takes on its own kind of identity, and in the beginning, we thought, you know, the way the Cardinals came out playing in that game, we thought, okay, this could get good. You know, this is going to be, you know. Like a boxing match. A boxing match, two guys come out, they fill each other out. Somebody gets to throw in a punch. Oh, that's how hard he hits? Okay. And yep. then he, you throw a punch back. 
Yep. The Cardinals threw the first punch in the game. Chandler Jones strip sack. And from the beginning, I'm thinking, okay, here we go. A flow is about to get going for this team. Just like last year. <laughs> just like last year. When we get hit in the mouth. Yeah. And the other team hits harder. Uh-huh. And they do things just a little bit more physical than we do. Okay. Then the Cardinals tend to kind of take that step back and say, you know what? I think I might have to tap out of this one. And that's what happened in that game. It was def- It was a defensive a defensive meltdown was was pretty much what that game came down to. I saw the offense hanging in there, throwing the punches. The offense was throwing the punches. Yes. The defense just decided. I'll just look at it this way. The the the, uh, the offense was the right hand and the defense was the left hand. <laughs> Something was wrong with the left hand. <laughs> the left hand couldn't throw a punch back. Right, and, right. And, 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 and you, of course, you leave yourself vulnerable and boom, you get knocked out. And that's what happened. Well Every drive after the seven to nothing lead was a score. Five, six, six straight drives they scored on us. Yeah. A defense... Like I wrote in an article on Casual Sports, they forgot the meaning of the word defense or defend. It means to defend your territory, to not allow another opponent or whoever to attack. You know, you attack them before they attack you. Yes. And, man, they they just did not, after the strip sack, like they just thought that was going to be enough because they had a backup quarterback coming in there. And they thought that was just going to be enough. And they pretty much stopped. Everything yeah. just like they just laid down, yeah. and I was like, "Wow!" And so, yeah, they threw the offense through the punches, and six out of seven or eight drives after that, it's thirty-eight twenty. You ever know? And I think I mentioned this on Neutral Zone. You ever know that dude that walks into the walks into the gym? I tried to use my analogy. The dude that walks into the gym. Okay. And sometimes it's, it's a gentleman that might not be our same melanin, and okay. they think they look at him and say, "That dude can't ball. That dude can't play." Mm-hmm. And so what do they do? The first, the first, uh, the first possession, they they back up off of him. They right. let him shoot a shot. He makes the shot. All right, that was luck. So then they then they back him off of him again, and then he makes another shot. And by the time you start to play up on him, right? Even if he's not as talented as you believe, mm-hmm. he has confidence, okay. and that confidence can make a big difference. And I think that's what they that what they did with with Allen. They gave him confidence, and by the time you get enough confidence, you oh, can do a lot yeah. because you believe that you can. Correct. That's absolutely correct, and that's what happened in the game. That kid picked up confidence, and he picked it up fast, and he was already playing with a chip on his shoulder. He was like, yeah. last year I'm sitting in the stands watching Christian Kirk in this stadium play a game, and now I'm in here kicking their butts right now. And he, you can see he was taunting the crowd and everything when he was high-stepping, and you know he was, he was showing it. I was like, okay, all right, that's cool. But one thing I want to point out that really got to me about this game after the fact. Okay. After I watched it again, I first I you know because you heard me on the radio. This <laughs> you heard Casual me on the radio. Oh, Burnett, he he happened to call into one of the local the, the, the station that carries the game, and I'm so I'm I'm waiting, I'm doing some things, and I'm getting ready to do a little bit of grinding and everything. And I said, well, I know that voice. <laughs> And so we're in this we're in this uh, thread chain. So it's me, Sean McConnell, yeah, Casual E, and Ed. And I, I I just said I just heard Earl on the 
on the, on the radio. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I kind of blew up and went off on the, what's the hell? What the hell is going on with the defense type of thing? But then after you sit down, you have to. Sean and I, we try to do this now. We say when they have a game like this, okay, don't write nothing. Don't say anything. Just sit down a day, go back, watch it, and then we'll come back as analysts rather than fans. I said, okay. Good, so good, good approach. Right, good approach. so I had to do that. After looking at it again, it just really I, – I, I start to see last year's Mike McCoy. Ooh. And when you, on the defensive end? On the defensive end. And Ooh. when you see that, Ooh. it's kind of like that same tap type of defense or tap type of passive – no attack, no, no, no grit, no fight in them at all, and it, it's like it's like they. Did you see that? You saw the 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 uh, what's the receiver's name called? One pass, right. and it just happened to be the touchdown, and went right through that defense like Swiss, you know, like a, a knife through butter. Right. What got to me was like you knew coming into this game as a defensive coordinator, you knew coming into this game who you were up against. Right. You weren't really so much up against that quarterback because you, if your defense ball like they were supposed to, they were going to make that that guy uncomfortable. Right. But Greg Olson and Christian McCaffrey <laughs> was all that the Panthers had coming in, and we did nothing, nothing. special, nothing specific scheme-wise right. to stop that specific, the specific attack. Right. For the last three weeks, of course, for the tight end, of course, you know that. Speaking but just, the- just even that alone, if you know you've been getting your butt kicked by the tight end, something should have been put in spe- special for. The- and you throw a slow DJ Swearinger out there, who looked like a, a, a handicapped predator, <laughs> trying to run up and get this dude. And and Greg Olson was already hobbled coming in. He's coming off an injury, and you thinking you can't stay up with this. He was feeling a little better when he knew he was playing the party. <laughs> he sure did. So, and so that's what got to me. It's like, okay, the game plan. And then I was, I got even, I got more upset. Halftime comes and there is no adjustment. That's what Can you believe that? That's what games are won and lost. That's how, that's how they won and lost. And I start thinking, Mike McCoy was doing the exact same thing last year with the offense. Not a... Oh, let's keep running up the middle right behind. And, and then we just kept seeing. It's like, what is he seeing that we're not seeing? So let, let me stop you there. So let's let's transition into what we're liking about the Cardinals right now okay. and what the weaknesses. So let's go with weaknesses first. Because you were talking about the defense. You were talking about you know, the way that you put this mm-hmm. with, with the defensive coordinator reminding you of McCoy uh, from last year in terms of uh, what he was doing offensively and what we're talking about defensively. Right. Is, would you say that defense or the defensive philosophy is maybe something that the Cardinals are weak in right now? Or, or just take it wherever you want. Where do you see the weakness as right now or the opportunities for improvement for the Cardinals? That can be that possibly can be fixed, not to get them to the Correct. playoffs, Correct. but at least to be able to put up a few wins onto the, onto the board over the course of the season. The first thing I can tell you right now just by watching the tape, of course the opponent makes a big difference. Right. Okay, so the first two games, the defense kept us in games. But then when you see another team come in like the Panthers, who's who's number 12 in defense or, you know, a, a, a number 12 in offense and a pretty good defense. Right. A team that is known to be what? Physical. Yes. And that's the key. We're, we are, are – I don't know if we're weak-minded or if we're – no, no. Here's what we here's our here's our weakness. We are slow and old. <coughs> Drafts. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. 
When I Drafts. and why I Drafts. say that is because exactly, exactly. We are slow and old, and we always go digging in that trash heap and trying to put a piece back together to try to make it. Hey, you can be what you used to be. Right. And Terrell Suggs. Was in that game, and I'm like, of course we know he's older. He is. That right. wasn't the same. But Terrell. if you're trying to plan your defense, exactly. Around an the scheme like is that, not right? the issue. The right. scheme is not the issue. I mean, we're playing with the defense they're playing. That's not the issue. The personnel is the issue. So, do you think that it could be, given the fact that the personnel is the issue, that maybe you have to give up something? You have to oh, say, yeah. okay, well, I guess we'll yeah. die by the tight end then because we don't have enough on the I other think side. So. Do you I think, think that, that so. could be the case? That's the case. But still, okay, okay. <laughs> if if the tight end has just 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 demolished you for three straight weeks, you have to make some type of change now. Right. You have to. I mean, an, just just off the top of my head, an adjustment in that game. Okay, DJ Swearinger is getting he's his lunch has got snatched from him. Getting eight. Greg Olson is just tearing his lunch up. Right. He's done with. Okay. Stop giving the guy 10 yards space. He's coming off the line of scrimmage free as a bird, and, and you backing up. If you slow already, you backing up. When he makes a cut, you're going to already be two yards behind the guy. All day long, we saw him chasing that, 89, that 88 number all day. True. So my adjustment would be, okay, if he's a physical safety, Swearinger, he loves to mix it up with guys. Yes. Get his butt up there on the line of scrimmage and bump that route. Stop that tight end from running so free to give your defense a little bit more time right. to, to rattle that, that backup quarterback, which we never did. Gotcha. We got, we got no pressure at all. So we're slow and old. That's a weakness. True. On the defensive end. Uh, we get no pressure. And, of course, another weakness is when you turn to the offensive side of the ball would be our running game. We don't, we don't, we don't. Even out this, what Kingsbury said it was supposed to be, right? A balanced attack, air raid, not a fifty plus sixty throwing the ball fifty sixty times a game air raid, right? But to his credit, to his credit, if you can't run the ball, if the old line's not opening up the holes, you have to create a running game, and that's what he's doing with his short, short passing passes. game. Gotcha. And so I don't, I don't really blame him for that. I, it is what it is. We, we. We're struggling on the defensive line because we're old, and the offensive line has no continuity, and we have it's just the, the line of scrimmage. What what are you? What are some of the strengths or any strength for the Arizona Cardinals right oh, now? Oh wow, wow, that's tough. I'm, I'm I'm impressed with Kirk. Okay, and I, it's great that Larry Fitzgerald is able to to be so involved. He wasn't as involved this week, this right. past this past week, but you need some of those young. Wide receivers and to start up. showing, right? You need, you need that because you right. just the same way that you were talking about Suggs, right? You can't rely on him to be able to take it to the promised land. Right. Larry Fitzgerald is great; right. he's a legend, but you need somebody else to be able to kind of step up alongside with. Yeah, Kirk. so far this year, he has been a strength. He has been that slot guy that has been pretty reliable until you throw a bomb down the dang sideline and he drops it. No, let me stop. That just happened to be a good defensive play by a defender. That right, you know, right. when the ball's dropping in, he just happened to you know. So that's. I, I leave that alone, but I just had to take that shot real quick. But um, I, I, the only strength okay, you that I, you it's hard. Right? The okay. only strength is Zane Gonzalez in the special teams. That's, uh, yeah. that's I mean, the kid has been money pinpoint on. I'm accurate. I mean, right. Yeah. Th- when we need him, we need that three. We need that three. We can't be having that little that shank. You know, at that easy thirty, you know, point 
40 yard. He, he's nailing them field goals. I mean, just with no problem. That is our strength right now. <laughs> and you take yourself back three games, he has been the scoring. So when you're talking strength, strength, when you say a strength, the strength is something that's consistent right. and it's something that's there or that you can count on. Yes. I, I can't say we can count on anything else other than that right now. I mean, that, and that's from coaching on down. Yeah. I. And when you talk weaknesses, I'm going back a little bit. I was really tempted to throw that in, but I didn't do it for a reason. But I was tempted to throw the GM in there as a weakness. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that before we move on to the to the Seattle Super, okay. the Seattle Super, the Seattle Seahawks. You, we talk about the the defense being slow mm-hmm. and being old. Right. That's they drafted. They they've had multiple drafts to work with, or he has Steve okay. Kahn. The drafts aren't coming home. They're not. They're not delivering. But offensively or defensively, correct. So here's I think here's the quandary. Kime brought in Kingsbury. Yep. If you're a different GM, you're a new GM coming in. You probably don't want Kingsbury because you're because for one you you don't like some young buck trying to come in <laughs> right. for stupid reasons. Right. But because Kingsbury and and Kyler Murray are joined at the hip, so now you have to take you that have on. To take it, right. And so you're going against your own philosophies of maybe how you would build a team because now you're building a team that's And we've seen that. <laughs> so so talk about Khan for a little bit. Man, where do you start? I mean, my, my gripe right now with Steve Kime is they have to start to try to change the dynamic of how they view players. Right. Sometimes it's a lot of it's a, it's got a lot to do with you being you're not you're not the best evaluator of players. I mean, how can you be an offensive lineman and not be able to evaluate an offensive lineman? True. I mean, I don't want to like I said, I'm, I'm not the type to come out and just bash somebody. I mean, a business is hard to run as it is. But the key to a great business person, Correct. great leader, is here's what I thought I was great at. Right. I'm not as great as I thought. Right. Let me find somebody who can do what Absolutely. I thought I could do, but they can do it better than me, and let me put those people around Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Therefore, it'll elevate. The, the rising tide lifts all boats. And so with that being said, you take what's working in the NFL these days. I just heard this the other day, it was like, which was a good point to me. You take ex-players and put them in GM spots or, 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 or ex-scouts and put them in GM spots when, when they're ready, of course. Right. You don't just throw them in there. A-Dub, Adrian Wilson, has been an excellent scout. Now, we don't know what goes on in that war room. Right. That's and we don't know. Thing. We don't know who. Because I, I know there's been some time where he said he thought we should go for a certain type of player and we didn't go for that type of player. Yeah. And then, of course, he's going to be overridden by... The powers that be, but right, right. when it comes to Steve Kime, it's, it's just it's just it's about changing the dynamic of what you're doing. When you have a chance to make your team better instantly, you take that chance. Right. And my example of that is Patrick Peterson's out. Okay. Robert Alford is out. You don't have a starting cornerback at all. So now you're going to take your risk that these young kids are just going to play as well as they played in the first two games. Oh, yeah, we good. We, we, we good. Now, now you saw that rookie's real, you know, what that rookie's about. The rookie's going to only go as the veterans go. Right. So when, that, when those veterans played like they played on Sunday, what sure. did the rookies look like? The rookies looked worse. Right. I mean, uh, Byron Murphy was all over the place. So Kime has to say, and I know this is not the Cardinals. They'll never, they'll never do this. If Jalen Ramsey is available, you go get the guy. Here's the other side of that, though, because think about it. We know the Cardinals just released 
Crabtree. And one of the one of the one of the rumors or some whispers was that maybe it was a it was it wasn't a good fit in terms of personality wise with with the team and with the locker room. I can understand that. So yeah. if Jalen Ramsey is having issues with him team, his team, mm. and you bring him in, mm. don't you don't you don't you run the risk of copy paste? Mm. We're gonna no, we're gonna cut that over here and paste it over here. So the same type of issues because they're not gonna he's not gonna come and all of a sudden be a world beater in terms of racking up wins on the on on the W's. I, I the, think the I think column. I think that's a little bit different though. Okay, okay. Because because when you think about it, and I don't know the full story, and right. I'm just kind of speculating like True. everybody else. But yes. when you think about it. And I'm only going off of what I see with my own eyes. Yes. There was a heated conversation last week between Michael Crabtree, Kyler Murray coming off the field. Right. When you start messing with the star quarterback, now we've got, oh, we got to get rid of that guy. And I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying. I hear you. I hear you. If he's not a perfect fit in the locker room, there's a reason. Right. And he's, he's, a, he's a boisterous dude that voices his opinion. Yeah. But if it's opposite the, the ball, and this guy on defenses has an attitude like that, and you need dogs like that on defense. I got you. I got you. You need dogs it's a delicate like that. Balance. It is it's a delicate really a delicate balance. Delicate. Now, is there a star on defense that he can go in and corrupt? We ain't nobody on defense right now, other than the man that's sitting at home on on a suspension. Oh. Bring that dude in here, okay? And then you go ahead and pair him up with P two when he comes back, and now you got yourself something to build on and at least compete in this division. Gotcha. You know, I mean, I don't know. That's I just how I see it. But so let's transition to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh they goodness. are coming in. They are two and one. Uh, coming, up. man. The Seattle Seahawks. They Russell Wilson was amazing last week. Yeah, he has been amazing for for quite a few weeks actually. It, it's. I'm curious how where, how do you see this game? Let's go from so quickly from the the offense of the Cardinals against the defense of the of the Seahawks which are not as formidable as they used to be mm-hmm. but if you have a team that's struggling to really put points up on the board and really be consistent that could be an issue right. with, with the Cardinals and then we'll talk about defensively against the against the offense of the Seattle Seahawks so let's talk about the defense of the Cardinals against the Seattle Hawks the defense offense. Of, oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> the defense of the Cardinals first of all have to get back to being what they were the first game. If they show up anywhere near yesterday or last or Sunday's game, this game is going to be ugly real fast. Right. You you hung around for three quarters in the last one. You give Russell Wilson a clean pocket right. all day long. He is going to shred you. If you overcommit. And don't keep a spy on him. He's going to kill you running. And if you don't come with your A game on defense. 51 yards running last week. Right. If you don't come with your A game, meaning the little things. Be focused. Stay in your gap. Stay where you're supposed to be. If you got outside containment, stay outside. I mean, don't don't try to over. Yeah. And, and the Cardinals got away. <laughs> <laughs> of doing those type of things, man. And you yeah. cannot get. And you know what's going to happen when it comes to our defense against their offense. Run heavy is what the, the Seahawks are going to do. Carson and Penny are going to physically pound you to death. Right. 
and they don't care if they're picking up two yards, yeah. three yards. They won't. Ab- they, they, will they will not, not abandon run. that they run. They're the going to keep testing your wheel. They're going to keep testing you to see if you have one wheel to stand up against it. In the third quarter, because that that's third quarter break. swings around, guess what? Two yards going to turn into six, and six yards going to turn to one going to the house. Yeah, and that's just how they. That's how they operate. And guess what's going to happen after that? When you can't stop that run. Now Tyler Lockett's loose on the deep ball, and Russell and them will eat you alive. Man. It's going to come down to the defense, man. If they don't show up <laughs> with a game plan to who you're playing, and I'm just looking because DK Metcalf, while he he had he only had six he had six targets, only two catches, but a 54 Ooh. yard long long catch. So I'm just saying he's flashing. He's flashing, man. I mean, he's not as 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 athletic as a Julio Jones, but he is sure bigger and more, you know, that yeah. guy is, he's amazing to me. I mean, give him a few years. He's going to be hard to keep up with in this league. So let's switch the other side of the ball with mm. the Cardinals offense against the defense of the of the Seahawks. So okay. what, I'm just concerned that they won't be able to really sustain any drives. And if they're not able to do that, then they're going to be settling for field goals. Correct. They need to really put some of those some of those seven points on the board as often as they can, because Kyler Murray is wants to be what Russell Wilson is for right. the most part. I mean, right. black quarterbacks don't always want to be like black quarterbacks. <laughs> black. I mean, they want to be like each other, but they're uh, but they, they're very, they're mobile in terms of being intelligent, in terms of having the will to win, all those things. So, what? How do you see this playing out, man? Yeah, I, the first thing I got to mention when I talk about Seattle, period, you got to give Pete Carroll his props. As much as I hate that crimson chin of his that <laughs> chops on that gum, but no, you got to give him props. He's coming in prepared. He's going to come in prepared. And what he's going to do is he's going to take away what you do best, or try to at least. Right. And when you talk about our offense. He saw last week what Kyler can be capable of. So he's he's going to have those fast, that one man that, that just gives the X factor to that defense, Bobby Wagner, is going to probably either be spying Kyler. He's not going to let Kyler just run around. So I think that's what uh, Pete Carroll's going to do is neutralize Kyler's running first. Okay. And then his, you know, they're not as good as they used to be on the back end, but if we can protect, if Biggest question is the if, if. <laughs> but if. if we can protect, which we haven't not we have not been able to do, we have not been able to give Kyler enough time to read. But read, last week read. was a little bit different in terms of what just in terms of hurries, hits, but also sacks. Some of those were Kyler Murray's fault, of course, fault. of course. But of course. to your point, though, they have, they must do a better job better job at protecting. At protecting. Yes. And yes. and if they have to do the quick game, then you know Pete Carroll will come with something to combat that as well. They just have a way of, on the defensive end, somehow of t- snatching your heart out. And Bobby Wagner is the first part. And then we also got to be careful, too, not to wake up their pass rush. Okay. Because it's been a sleep. Last week they got no sacks. I mean, you got Clowney and Ziggy Anza. Go back and think about those two dudes when they first came in the league and go, okay, if you get those two guys, you wake those guys up, All right, you're right. in trouble. Yeah. And you don't, and you know they're coming in licking their chops after watching last week's game. And they're playing here in Arizona. Oh man, yes. And if if that game doesn't, well, that we'll get into that yeah. in terms of with, with the, just with don't the wake that giant up because if Clowney, you know they're already coming in licking their chops after last week's game. So the Cardinals have to be that that Rocky, that Rocky boxer, take some big giant hits 
and get up. Ugh. Hey, come Yeah, you got to keep getting up and keep fighting because that's Seattle. They're going to keep punching. That's true. And that's just how it goes. And I love, that's why I love Carson Palmer. Oh, I loved him when he was here. He would take Because that hits. dude was tough as nails. And he would get back up like, yeah, okay, that's your best shot. Okay. And he would keep going. And the next thing you know, we beat Seattle in Seattle. True. So, I don't know. It's, this, this, this team is still young and still in certain areas young. But as a whole, <laughs> as a whole, they're still young with the new offense, new things they're trying to incorporate and all those things. So, that could play a part in this as well against us. Because if we haven't figured this thing out, there's some guys out there that haven't figured it out. I mean, you dump a wide receiver that was on the outside. Now who's taking the outside? I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure Keyshawn Johnson will probably be out there. They're going to put Andy Isabella somewhere in there. And and, and a little bit on him, just real quick. Yeah. Everybody's wondering why he's not been in the offense. His injury thing has already took its course. He's, he's, He's healthy. Andy Isabella has a problem dropping balls. I've watched him in training camp, and I played a little bit of quarterback back in the days, and I had receivers, and I would get ticked off when I throw a ball to receiver and they catch it with their body. Yeah, if you, you mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah and I, and if you can't text. catch the ball with your hands, yeah, change your position because you are not a <laughs> you are not a wide receiver. <laughs> I hear <laughs> you. Know? I hear you. I hear but he's having a problem with that, and they're working on him to try to catch the ball with his hands. So. So who you got? So let's get to our predictions. Who you got in this game? I got Seattle. Of Unfortunately, course. I got Seattle. I think it, I don't think it's going to be. I think I'll probably, they'll probably win by ten. Okay. Who do what, what do you got for this one? What okay, as a analyst making picks in a league that's picking picks to try to get wins, it's going to be. <laughs> oh yeah, we in neutral zone. We were in a league together. So right. he, by him giving his pick up, he right. might. Uh, he might so it would be ground. the Seahawks, but I'm going to go with a good game. Coming down to the end, I and, hope so. And you know that's what I'm hoping because usually when you get your division foe come in, you kind of get up for them. And I'm hoping that's what they do. They'll get up and then they'll look at that tape that hopefully it'll piss them off enough to get up and fight and be in this game. So I think it'll be a, a back and forth game, and Seattle will probably win it by six points or so or more. And that's hopefully. one of the things that Ed and I always say is that we're believe in the Arizona Cardinals. We want the Cardinals Correct. to do well. Correct. We want them to do well, but we also got to speak the truth. That's right. That's what That's it is. Right. So, yo, so on behalf of, of my, my co-host here, my, my guest co Man, this co-host, was fun, man. I appreciate it. This was really fun. I appreciate fun. you rolling through. The yeah, one and only Earl Casual cool. E. Burnett. You can, all again, catch him at casualsports.com, K-A-Z-U-A-L-S-P-O-R-T-Z.com, or you can also shorten it up at KSRN. AZ.com as well for Casual Sports Radio Network. I appreciate you rolling through. Shout out to my man, Ed Smith. Big Ed. I am Javon J. Love Adams. Until next time, check us out. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Until next time, you can. All right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.